Greetings, lovely listeners. You are listening to Saga, a podcast where a dude and a chick discuss art and animation. And thank you for listening to Saga Podcast. Um, so today we are going to be discussing a new animation that just came out on Netflix. And it's called The Willoughbys. And this week we're going to be doing in, like one of our new formats. Of course, we've done this in the past. It's called Devil's Advocate. I will be playing the non-advocate. And Garrison will be playing the advocate in this segment. Spoiler alert. This audio may contain spoilers, so please proceed with caution or an open mind. I don't care. So The Willoughbys is about four young children who are in a kind of messed up situation where their parents have birthed them, but they don't really care for them as much. So they're trying to figure out a way that they can orphan themselves and find a a new life where they don't really have to deal with parents, but things kind of go awry. And the parents hire a nanny who is just delightful and takes care of them and is beautiful. But a lot of things happen. A lot of escapades happen um, that make the kids and the nanny just go ballistic and kind of lose their minds a little bit. But you'll find out in the end, it turns out to be a very good fairy tale story. Um, And Ricky Gervais is a... Um, narrator in this, so that's always delightful. Um, sure. Uh, I guess I'll start giving my points on why this is a good movie. Alright, let's hear uh, it. Uh, so the point that you last made about Ricky, Ricky G, he is fantastic. Uh, you know, he's always great. And this movie also has Maya Rudolph. Is she is she ever bad in, in movies? Like, she's always pretty consistent and great so that's just another point you're right she is just an angel right right and national treasure terry cruz there we go he's great (laughs) i did the terry cruz face just there you didn't see it but i did he he has a face yeah you know that face where he's like like it's like a like a smirk or something he's just like looking at you like god I don't know how to explain it. Look up Terry Crews' face. I mean, like, he has, like, a like a chest thing that he does, but I don't know any face that he does. Like, it's, it's like, where he's, like, wiggling his butt or something, and he's, like, shaking his head, and he's doing this little dance, and he's looking at you, like... Um... It's like a meme. It's a meme. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Okay. <laughs> Other people know what I'm talking about. Um, yes, yeah, so, like, Ricky, Maya, and Terry make this triple threat uh, of, of uh, comedy and they're great. But what you'll notice first about this movie is that uh, it has a very unique look to it. It's It, it has this uh, sort of stop motion-y look to it, even though it's 100% uh, CG animated. So that sort of brings, just that by itself brings in the stop motion fans and the CG fans. So you're getting like twice the crowd for the for the price of one um so that's pretty interesting 
uh, the kids or the or the family uh, come from like this long line of of like really uh, pioneers. There's like these talented people, uh, like surgeons and, and explorers and artists and things like that. So I I think that really uh, lays the groundwork for the main character and why their parents they're like not really living up to their an ancestors but the but the main kids do and i think just seeing the portraits of the family in the backgrounds really makes you feel subtly for that you know like something's not something's not right here so really good storytelling uh, the art style is is fantastic uh the composition of the shots is really good and dynamic because there's nothing like um you know when you're watching a movie you don't want it to be uh you know like no movement and, and you know like just talking you know but there's like uh, fun you know it's really stimulating to the mind and the senses and really sparks the imagination of the viewer uh and as for the the um story uh the story it really doesn't get stale because of how they move it along it they move from like one one thing because you think that because you think the movie is going to go one place but it moves to another thing and it moves to another thing uh like it starts off you know uh with these un unloving parents and then they get a baby so you think the movie's going to be about the baby but uh they get it but they send the baby away and then they try to send their parents on a trip uh, they get a nanny now and it's just it's pretty crazy it's constantly moving and it's short so it's not wasting your time it's only like an hour and a half i think so that's good and there's another and this movie is very it takes from two very uh good good series uh there's the home alone franchise and if you're gonna copy something copy from the best so and there's this home alone scene which is pretty great and this is also similar to a series of unfortunate events the um the uh netflix version not the jim carrey version superior version uh <laughs> also the <laughs> the books um so that was great so this by by proxy is also a great film uh and the ending which any lesser movie would have the parents realizing they're wrong and then they they accept their kids but this movie doesn't do that uh which is pretty cool and also this is a wholesome story about adoption yeah th those are my points yes that's that's all you got it's all i need oh <laughs> also i totally made a mistake okay so i was thinking about shack not terry cruz doing the weird oh. thing. <laughs> Totally wrong meme. Totally wrong black guy. I am so sorry. <laughs> but Tay Cruz is a legend nonetheless. Anyway. Yeah, so, 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 so that's a point for me then. You're agreeing with me. Okay. All right. All right. Well, anyway. Okay, so I'm going to go on. But I'm going to give you the reasons why this movie is not good to watch. And especially not good for children. Despite its um, very bubbly and aesthetic... Um, appearance okay all right so first off this movie is filled with obesity <laughs> child abuse child endangerment 
child neglect, death, false hope for actual orphans. Those orphans need hope. This is false for them. Incest. Incest. I'm glad that you said that. I was just about to say that. Um, and it's a ripoff of so many other movies that we all have seen. Like, as you mentioned before, A Series of Unfortunate Events and Ratatouille and even Willy Wonka. I will go so far as to say. Um, and there's a lot of reasons why I'm saying these things. And mostly, okay, so going back to obesity, all right? There's really obese ducks in this movie. And no one wants to see fat, fat ducks. No one wants to see fat ducks. I'm sorry, but skinny ducks are just more beautiful and more elegant. And they glide on the water better. And they can fly unlike obese ducks. Um, The parents are neglectful. They clearly only care about each other. Right up until the very, very end of their sweet lives. And I will say this, as a a single individual, non-married, I will say that I understand their desire to not want children. Although I don't know why they decided to have four. It seems very odd to me. They clearly love each other, so I'm sure they just don't believe in abortion or birth control or something. So they just popped out four kids and we're just like, meh, we'll just keep them, you know, just because just it's fancy. It's fun. But they also look exactly the same. You can tell by their noses. They look the same. They got that same elongated pointiness. They got the same eyes, the same hair. You tell me what that means you know they sound like they're from a very old-fashioned family um and we all know that very old-fashioned family tend to um look at their cousins in a very certain way or their sisters or their brothers in a very certain way so it's a wonder that those kids ever turned out as good as they did or as smart as they did they could have had four arms and three eyes, and I'm sure it would have been the same outcome. Terrible. Um, There's a lot of neglect. They clearly didn't feed these children ever. They were super skinny, and they don't know anything about the outside world. You know, like, they cannot, they've never stepped outside of the confines of their yard, so they don't know what they're expecting. It's surprising that when they did step outside of their yard, that they lived because most kids would not have a chance to live um there is death in this okay um clearly you know towards the end a little bit of spoiler here but the parents who die okay um you know there's some very dark scenes okay also like you can't just pick up a child off the street and be like okay this is mine now like even if it's an orphan that gets dropped off at your doorstep you gotta like tell somebody about that you know like you you can't just be like okay there's this baby it left it was left on my doorstep i'm not gonna claim it you know like it's just, i'm not gonna tell the irs like you gotta tell the irs or somebody you know you gotta tell somebody about it also you can't just feed a child candy that is also neglect or just oatmeal you know like i was really rooting for that nanny i was really really rooting for her but then she just only fed them oatmeal i like oatmeal don't get me wrong, but it's not that good. It's like barely good. 
like you gotta add some cinnamon maybe some honey maybe some berries and then it's good but just plain come on no not okay and i think a lot of what the parents have done to the kids has rubbed off on them because they are just non-empathetic well okay the little girl is she's super empathetic but the little the little twins they don't like they're just like little weird balls of chaotic energy and then the oldest son he's just like not empathetic about anybody he's just like okay there's clearly a child here i don't care kill kick it to the curb that shows to me that those parents behaviors have rubbed off on him even though he says he's different he's really not so i feel bad for the nanny and the um the candy factory guy i don't remember anybody's name <laughs> because they're gonna have a handful to deal with. Adopted kids are not good kids. Okay, well that's not true. Not all adopted kids are good kids. But some of them are, but they often have problems. So that's my reason about why The Willoughby's is not a good movie, especially for young ones. Okay, <clears throat> let's break this down. Uh, obese ducks, right? Yes. Uh, you said that they um, that they that they, that they're that they can't or something they can't fly hmm um why should they fly when they're on a giant blimp they don't need to okay there you go they <laughs> they're happy <laughs> they're happy uh with their weight and uh don't that shame them there's that's my point and also um your uh, incest point right um now um they the uh Okay, so there's two ways to look at this. The first is that this was intentional by the writers to make them look similar, so that, uh, so so that we felt bad for the kids because they were in such a terrible sit situation. So we wanted them out, and there was a scene like towards towards the end where like the mother was knitting a scarf made out of like uh her husband's like beard or something so oh, that, that was the creepiest scene every scene that they're in is just so creepy it's just wrong so wrong right right and there was uh like throughout the film the father called his wife mother and then mother calls father which adds to the creepiness this was all intentional and what you're trying trying to do is is to like uh is to uh, weaken kids because you don't think that they can handle creepy and weird. You're trying to shelter them. How dare you? <laughs> and so what? We should let our kids know about incest. Incest is incest, okay? It's it's intended for the whole family. It's fun for the whole family. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we're only children. <laughs> Cuz that would just be awkward. <laughs> right. Uh Right, so this was intentional. Uh, the they wanted the uh, audience to feel uncomfortable, so that we felt that much better when they got out of that terrible situation and found a good home with the nanny that feeds them oatmeal. And plain oatmeal is really good. Uh, that's not even a joke. I really like plain oatmeal. Uh, oh God, you're a psychopath. <laughs> right. So that point uh, about the oatmeal is is that. That was just their first meal, you know, like, uh, why do you think that they don't like, uh, it's not recommended that you feed, 
a hungry person too much or like give them too much water because that'll like make them sick right so so like she's trying to acclimate them to more advanced foods because it stated earlier in the film that the kids don't eat every day so she knows this so like she's trying to like slowly warm them up to more food okay okay and and also uh the baby eating candy right what uh can you tell me the color of that baby pink and what is the the color of candy various it's pink so she 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 is candy so that so that's why she was moving so fast right because of the sugar that that she was made of because she's so sweet right she's she's a little candy ruth her her name is ruth and there's the babe ruth candy bar right okay with candy we're making a lot of loose connections here but i'm (laughs) i'm I'm taking it i'm biting (laughs) don't think about it too hard Um, (laughs) okay uh what other point did you you make um well you can't just take a child off the street and claim it you know like they they have this whole battle with an orphanage you know like they gotta go through some sort of like governmental thing like otherwise that child just doesn't exist in the government and you know i'm a very political person so that's a no-no well uh if you think about it uh these kids needed adoption okay and that's it so they Um. needed to go somewhere else (laughs) yes Uh, okay yeah okay all right what about um the fact that this is like a conglomerate of like a bunch of different movies from when we were kids like Willy Wonka and Ratatouille and a series of unfortunate events it's kind of like really on the nose how similar they are it's like if they were just all mashed up and went into like a bowl like somebody threw all of these stories into a bowl and took a spoon and just like like mixed it up put it like put them into like cupcake molds baked it well not into a cupcake that's a really bad analogy put it into a cake mold baked it and now you got this cake called the have you ever heard heard the phrase um good artists borrow great artists steal yeah and they stole from popular movies and added it to theirs so there go this is a good movie i only hope one day i can be as good as that uh yeah you're really um not giving me much to work with here like you're not uh uh giving um uh, good uh good answers to this um masterpiece i mean i'm I'm trying to, to expose the, the the problems within this film, and I feel like I've clearly... Oh, okay, wait, wait, hold on. There's one more thing, I guess. Okay. Um, what about the false hope that this movie gives off to all the orphans? Did you already cover that? I feel like you already did. Maybe no, you did. What, oh, no. Okay, yeah. So tell me about the false hope. So you think this movie gives orphans false hope on like the about getting adopted or something well yeah yeah well see um orphans don't have netflix so they're not gonna watch it (laughs) oh i'm gonna tell that little orphan down the street that you said that (laughs) he's just hanging out by the gas station or something yeah he's his name is johnny He's got he's got some mad issues. He he like shows his knife every time you like stare at him. He has a knife. Oh yeah. He still doesn't have Netflix though. 
Oh. <laughs> oh, Johnny's going to hear this. Okay, yeah, so your point of uh, false hope. Um, okay, so not only do they not have Netflix, they... Um, orphans, um, they want something to look forward to, right? Yeah. And this movie gives them hope that, um, you know, like hope, like hope gives you a reason to, to like keep living, right? So they they need hope and this movie has that. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm listening, I'm listening. I'm trying to understand, you know, like... What is what is it about this movie that is so appealing? Uh, if it gives them hope that Maya Rudolph will come in and save them. Oh, that's another movie. <gasps> Why didn't I think about this? I was literally thinking about this the entire time. Mary Poppins. Right. They weren't that's, orphans though. But she's a nanny, and she had an umbrella and a big big bag of. Actually, I don't know if she actually ever used the bag for anything special. But yeah, she's Mary Poppins. So you're saying this is also like Mary Poppins? Yes. So another good movie, a classic, uh, super califragilisticexpialidocious. Um, this movie had music, of course. How could I not uh, say that before? This movie has music, which is a staple for children's films. Children love music, and this has it. Yeah, it's the same song over and over again, but okay. Kids love repetition. Uh, <laughs> how many times does a kid watch the same episode of SpongeBob? Like 10. Oh, like a thousand times. Yeah, so there you go. I'm pretty sure I watched The Lion King a thousand times. Right. My poor mom. Partially because of the music. I'm telling you, kids eat that stuff up. All right, all right. Kids like the candy in this film. It comes full circle. Okay. All right, so how would you rate this film? I rate it um, two dead dead parents uh, out of two. So that's a fifty percent. That's failing. No. Oh wait, no. Sorry. <laughs> you knew what I meant, right? Four, right? What about you? Um, I would rate this if I'm being completely honest a Three orphans out of four. Three orphans out of four. <laughs> that's good. I like that. All right. That's cool. Um, any final thoughts? Um, no, I don't think so on this movie. Excellent movie. Definitely worth a watch. I know we talked a lot about like COVID and everything that's kind of going on with um, how it's affecting theater and this and that. Just keep in mind with some of the movies that we've got coming up, we've kind of switched around. Um, as far as like the schedule and everything, you know, like obviously we're not doing a lot of movies um, that were previously coming out in theaters. Hopefully they do come out in streaming services, but we will see. Um, as far as the next time you'll be hearing from us, we will be discussing a movie called Yamasong March of the Hollows, which I believe is an older style anime. It's a puppet movie. Never mind. <laughs> All right, catch you then. Thank you for listening to Saga Podcast, where we talk about animation and animation things. Um, this is your favorite co-host, Sarah, and I would like to remind you before you head off that we do have a Twitter, a Facebook, an Instagram, a website, and soon to be a Patreon. So if you could reach out to us, leave us a comment, a review, anything that you like, and we will appreciate all of it. Um, otherwise, have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye. See you next time. Hope you liked it.
<laughs> Come again. <laughs> 